my first experience with was a graveyard shift, which uh, was kind of towards almost like this time of year, just about getting into spring. So the weather wasn't that great for an 11-year-old kid at midnight, but the experience was fantastic. How far north can you see? Ooh. Well, I wasn't afraid of heights back then. I actually, climb up on the roof in the morning. I would lay there sometimes through the middle of the night watching for Sputnik <laughs> back in the 60s. You could actually see it fly over every so often. But uh, how far north, you say? Yeah. Ooh. My goodness. Boy, you can see a long way. <laughs> I mean, uh, you can definitely see the Bay Bridge. Oh, definitely the old San Mateo Bridge, Bay Bridge. Uh, yeah, you can see a long way. It was way up there That's on that cool. roof. I mean, there's just nothing like it sitting on top of the old Dumbarton train bridge. Drive from Fremont across the bay on Highway 84. Look south. That is the Dumbarton Rail Bridge. It was built in 1910. It closed in 1982. It burned a little in 1998. And by a little, I mean for three days during a rainstorm. It's a swing bridge and served mostly freight trains. These days, it's welded open to allow boats to pass through. But during those 72 years of operation, opening it was someone's job. Uh, my name's Jack Wentz. Everybody called me Dave growing up in Fremont. Uh, born in Fremont in 51. Uh, lived in Niles Canyon for the first two years and moved to Bay Street in Irvington uh, for 10 years. And uh, that's when I started, that's when I was old enough to start the experience of going to work with Dad out on the Dumbarton Bridge. There's an old place called the Foxy Lady uh, Club that was right there in Thornton. And behind that, was a little shed, and in that shed uh, was what at the time they called them a motor car. They call them speeders now. It, it's a cool little motor car. It has two wooden handles front and the back. You pull them both out and you pick it up and you put it on the railroad track. We'd fire it up and um, clutch driven and off we'd head out for the bridge. And I mean, it was pitch black out there. Freezing cold, you know, but totally excited about the whole thing and you'd walk out on this platform over the water that had steep stairs going up to the tower on the top of the bridge, which I just could not wait to get into. Got up there, got all the lights on, everything like that. And first thing I noticed was this giant V12 diesel engine right in the middle of the room, you know? So my dad did all this little stuff to get ready for the shift and everything like that. Then he started teaching me what was what, what was going on. So un unfortunately that night, we didn't have any boats but he did start the motor for me. <laughs> my dad was a pretty cool guy. He, he came from like Arkansas and he just had a whole different mind. So he wanted me to experience growing up and I guess you'd say machinery and operation and stuff like that. When I first got to open the bridge, uh, I was about 12. Tell me about that. First he fired up the big old V12 had these handles that were probably almost as tall as me. They were huge. 
old-fashioned handles where you grab the grip, unlock and pull them back. And there was four of them, and each one would lift up the end of the tracks that connects to the bridge itself. They would lift up and lock. But then you would pull back the other one, and the bridge would start to rotate. So that, that was probably the coolest thing ever done on the bridge, was run the bridge. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, it was cool. It's a kid, yeah. So one day, in the morning, there's no traffic, no boats, or nothing, so he wants to open the bridge with me standing on the edge of the bridge when it would rotate open. So I could see the rails lift, and then he would open the bridge, and I'm standing on the last railroad tie. <laughs> the bridge swinging open. Did any very unexpectedly dangerous thing ever happen while you were there? Or was it no. a normal amount of danger? <laughs> well... Oh, we okay. There was one one night. We were heading out on the on the, the motor car, and he said a few words, expletive words, and slammed on the brakes of the motor car. And I look up, and all I see is headlights, big headlight coming up the train. And we had literally had to lift this thing off and get it down. I was 12 at the time. I wasn't a big kid either. Yeah, that was probably one of the most dangerous. Get that thing off, and then about a minute later, it's the freight train comes by. You're out in the middle of the marsh at, at, at midnight. This episode featured music by Peter Kern. Fremont Sounds Like is recorded and produced in Fremont, California, by me, Andrew Cavett, with support from the Washington Township Museum of Local History.